Uh, welcome to the Venari podcast. My name is Tom Woods, and today we'll be talking about all things digital transformation. Today, I'll be speaking with Joel Goldberg. Joel has held C-level positions and head of positions uh, for Nike, DHL, and G4S, uh, and he's currently the chief digital officer for Wizz Air. Joel, welcome. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks, Tom. No worries. Good to see you. And so I want to start really with... Uh, digital transformation strategy, um, really around what are the key strategies for you to, to implement? How can they be applied across different industries you've worked with? And in particular versus established teams, maybe like Nike or, or maybe sort of more greenfield teams that you you have now at Wizz Air? I think having worked at different companies across different industries, there's no, certain, you know, certainly not a playbook to, to mm. come in and implement. Um, but I, I certainly think there are some key principles uh, that I certainly uh, keep in mind. I think the most important, um, you know, uh, is understanding really the business drivers, the business mm. context, and really understanding where you can create value. Right. I think that's really where it starts. And maybe it sounds a bit obvious, but I, you know, it's one of those things that's easy to say. It's not always so easy to do. But I think understanding, you know, what underpins the business and where the leverage is, is usually the first place to start thinking about digital transformation because. Ultimately, it's not about technology for technology's sake. It's about implementing technology that's going to help drive business results. So that's the first thing. I think the, the, the next follow-on is really to think about how to align uh, teams and resources and priorities to those key objectives. Because there's always a thousand things that you can do. Uh, every company I've worked for has lot, tons of great ideas. There's no shortage of great ideas. Discipline, and I think the challenge is really around how you ensure that you put you know 80% of your focus on those big four or five things are going to drive uh, ultimately, you know, the ROI and the, and the business value uh, for that particular company. Yeah. And how do you, I guess, how do you best get to the heart of those four or five drivers? Yeah. I, I think, you know, it's going to sound uh, like simple things, but they're simple things that, you know, that, uh, that are not always easy to do. Um, I would say first one, talking with the people in the business that understand the business, right. And I've worked in different industries have come into new companies and new industries. I think it's those relationships you have with the senior leadership and the next level down that really understand and kind of have the bigger picture uh, is where I would start really. Mm -hmm. When I said that, you know, when we were going through COVID here at Wizzair, uh, we reestablished the digital strategy. What I did was I basically set a set of questions to all of our executive team. To yeah. Think about we're in the future, what, you know, and we're, and we're, we've been successful, right? And mm -hmm. overtake certain objectives digital has been a part of that what did we do right so get people thinking forward different companies have different ways of doing that but i think that's really been key and then to understand and synthesize that put it together that, that's been uh some of the techniques i've used yeah um and in in terms of, of maybe some of the other side then obviously there's, there's getting stakeholders on board the next part I, I guess is kind of building out your team um and and the people that, that, that are under you can you share maybe your approach to to hiring and, and to team building fostering that collaboration especially again you referenced covid there how maybe that that has changed things for you um and your approach to building if, if it has at all yeah, you know, it's probably less for me about COVID. Um, certainly, that was a challenging time to go through <laughs> a new person in the aviation industry. I don't think it's changed my approach to hiring. I, I really, you know, it starts with people for me. I think teams are how all work gets done. Yeah. Any great ambition starts with the people. Uh, so that's uh, something I'm quite passionate about. What I've learned, though, probably moving from different companies, I think what I learned at Wizz Air 
uh, is a couple of really, I mean, at the senior level, at my leadership team level, at the digital mm-hmm. leadership level, I think having a couple of people, um, they're the multipliers, the leadership, right? So getting those hires right is absolutely critical because if you get those right, it's like a tenfold multiplier down into the organization. And I'm really proud and, and um, have worked hard to you know, get the right people in place. But the other thing I learned was on the other side as well. I think sometimes getting, it's more about you know, mindset and attitude and willingness to learn. I don't need a team of really experienced people. So actually getting some people that are young, ambitious, want to learn, want to build their career, getting yeah. that balance right, I think is, is really uh, important. And we've been able to do a lot more then I think teams that are probably twice our size uh, in you know the past few years, just because we have people that are hungry and they want to build that career and they're you know they're all in. Yeah, it's about getting that that balance. I think absolutely um, between that, that leadership and the, the force multipliers that you mentioned, and then people that actually want to to drive that um, and and learn from them. So that makes sense. Um, and then how do you build in kind of? I know you were talking at the, at the top about product-led teams and sort of those business priorities. How do you build that product-led mindset, if you like, into teams to achieve those business outcomes? I, I'm a big believer in this idea of product-led thinking, right? And for mm-hmm. me, it all starts with really understanding the drivers, the business outcomes you're trying to achieve. And really, rather than thinking, okay, I've got to implement a system, getting the teams to work <laughs> together, try to say, okay, how are we going to achieve that objective? It takes time. It's like, you know, I kind of, I think the analogy I would use is a bit like garden, right? I mean, I think you have to think about teams and identity and product led. Uh, These things take time. Um, Training helps, of course, getting people that uh, have some experience that can coach people. We've also used some external coaching as well uh, come in and and help us. Um, But a lot of it, I think people have to work through it, experience it. And um, And then I think you have to look for those behaviors when people are, exhibiting that mindset you got to reward you got to recognize that right and then when you also see other behaviors where people are thinking maybe more like a service provider and you want them mm-hmm. to step up a little bit and be more of a partner it's also kind of recognizing those negative behaviors and then coaching through that right and coaching through the leadership and my, my leadership team and making sure we're we're all saying the same thing I mean, simple things like identifying and working with team on what's our identity What's important to us? What behaviors do we expect from one another? Mm. Uh, those things are really important. And then we actually have a nice cadence of uh, a quarterly planning and, um, and ensuring that we are clear on the goals, and uh, identifying those, writing them down, having the transparency across teams. Those things I think help as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I think we've we've come out of kind of the, the great resignation kind of kind of period now, but that focus on teams and making sure that you're you're looking at negative behaviors is is really interesting because it's a bit more of a fine line it sounds like what you're saying is the the approach to that is consistency um and consistency in what you expect but how you deal and treat people as well couldn't agree more i think maybe what did change in covid and i think especially at wiz air we are we don't you know we don't apologize on, on the fact that we have some very definitive things that we expect in people in our culture and at the mm. corporate level uh, we expect people to be primarily in the office, right? Still, we are, we're not one of those super work from home companies because culture is really important to us. And I think being a really lean team and focused on efficiency, we believe we're going to be more effective when people are working together shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. Finding those people if they're in COVID gets harder. But I think this is where we were, un, you know, unwilling to bend on those, um, 
what we thought was important. Hmm. And it takes longer sometimes to find those people. But I think finding three people that really have the right mindset, the right attitude is going to have more of an impact than hiring 10 people that maybe aren't aligned to what you're looking for. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, and looking ahead, looking to, to the future, I know we talked a lot about the past, but what do you think are, are the important sort of maybe trends moving forward, but how will you stay ahead of the curve as, as everything, you know, everything moves forward? Look, I think technology, I've been in technology for a long time, right? Um, and I won't tell you exactly how long, but I'll say it's over 25 years. Uh, technology changes fast. It's not like some other, and I like that. I, I think people that are in it for a long time, that you enjoy that. Um, so there's going to be new trends, whatever we would talk. Of course, you know, machine learning, generative AI, there's lots of buzzwords and lots of, not just buzzwords, but really important mm -hmm. trends to top of. I think what is, um, what is consistent, though, is the, you know, getting those the people in the in that mindset of continuous improvements into the team and getting the people that want to that want to learn that want to have that kind of learning organization learning team that want to take time to do retrospective see where we went wrong create a culture where it's not about blame but it's grounded improvement i think those things are really important and aren't going to change i think more and more though if i look at trends i, I one of the things certainly it was there that we looked at is I believe that outsourcing all undifferentiated technology is the way of the future. I think there's so much, there's so much utility technology, commodity technology these days. And you can look at the cloud and how it's evolved over the last 10 years and say, why would you try to do these things on your own? Right. And I would say the same thing. There's just a lot of things that I don't want to have to focus on because other people have already cracked it and how to do it better, or it's not critical for us to be in, you know, in the case of was there, the world's best, you know, ultra low cost airline. Yeah. I want my team focused on the few things that are going to differentiate us from the competition, which means that we need to leave the other things to other people. And outsourcing might just mean using technology that is commercial off the shelf technology or cloud technology, right? Where it might be Microsoft, AWS, or Google, who's already figured this out. Let's leverage those things. Engineers love to build stuff. So it's kind of one of those things that you have to stay on top of. But I think um, if you're product-led and you're focused on customer value and you can mm. really differentiate between what's value-creating and differentiating and what's just sort of commodity, those are two, I think those are going to be the two things that I don't think are going to change. Oh, fantastic. And as an outsourcer myself, I wholeheartedly endorse that message. Um, so with that, uh, we, we have to finish. But yeah, thank you very much for your time, Joel. My pleasure. Thank you, Tom.